0: We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Yeah, speaking of hard hits, you get one quarterback basically almost got broken in half yesterday. (laughs) Another one gets two-hand touched by a defensive end and then gets a rough in the passer call. The NFL is all over the map. That's not where we're starting today, but that open just reminded me of it. They were all over the map yesterday. Mike White had to go to the hospital after the Bills game. Meanwhile, you can't touch Justin Herbert or else you get 15 yards.
1: It is it's unbelievable so stupid it's the worst rule, and they they refuse to back they're being so obstinate about it. They will not backtrack on it or make it reviewable, despite everybody wanting it to be. Can and we get a
0: little consistency well, from crew to crew?
1: I will guarantee you right now, Maggie, that the Super Bowl is marred by a bad roughing the passer call. I'm I positive this is going to happen. No, I, I think, I hope it does happen so they can finally address this. That's what they need. They, they you have to hit them over the head with this rule, much like that pass interference call in the Saints Rams championship yeah. game. In 2018, they need to understand that everybody hates this rule.
0: Well, I mean, I hope they can hear us loud and clear today. Now, one of those roughing the passers, obviously, Justin Herbert was on the beneficiary side of that last night. That's not the reason why the Chargers won the game. The Chargers were better than the Dolphins last night. But may I please just a little caution here? Just because the Miami Dolphins have lost two games in a row doesn't mean that they are somehow dead in the water. This was an all-time great performance last night from the Chargers defense. By the way, who knew they could even play that well? Even the most diehard, staunch Chargers fans had to be shocked out of their mind that the defense played that well, also considering the injuries. And on offense, Herbert was excellent. Williams was excellent. Keenan Allen was excellent. They were great. But it doesn't, to me, mean that Miami is all of a sudden like some left-for-dead, sunken ship it's been two bad games against the best defense in the league last week against the 49ers, and now a team that put together one of the best defensive performances we've seen this season.
1: Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Miami's <laughs> dead. They're going to make the playoffs and get, get beat in the first round. And here's why. They, they got their record so high with two back because they beat Pittsburgh, who's terrible. They won at Detroit before Detroit figured out they're the best team in the league. (laughs) (laughs) They beat Chicago, who loses every game. They beat Cleveland, uh, who is terrible. They beat the Texans, who are obviously tanking. And then the last two weeks, we've seen them exposed. Don't you notice that things are completely different for them against San Francisco? And now this week against the Chargers? Whatever was working before, it's gone. The defensive have figured out to a—it seems to be gone.
0: No, I think it was the fact that they lost one of their tackles. They got Teron Armstead back yesterday, but I don't know if he was 100%. And this is just, listen, is the timing not great on maybe a little bit of a skid here? No, it's not great, but you don't think that the explosive plays that Miami has been able to do all season long, all of a sudden that's just gone, that just poofed well, out of thin air?
1: They had two last night, short of explosive plays one yeah. long pass, one fumble recovery. Fumble
0: recovery that.
1: Yeah, those are there, but that that's all they wild. have. You notice what the Chargers did, and Collinsworth kept pointing out on Sunday Night Football. They took away the middle of the field. That's where Tua eats all the time. And I, now that they done him, like why doesn't everybody just stand twelve yards from the line of scrimmage and not let him throw that little crosser route?
0: Okay, so. When we were calling Mike McDaniels one of the great new coaches, we don't think that after two weeks he's going to be able to adjust a little bit here with all these explosive guys. You think this is it? Like, this is all that Miami... Oh, okay, you figured it out. You shut us down. No chance. They're going to absolutely have a good game plan here for buffalo not on no. the weather but when they play saturday night i bet they're gonna have a much better game plan
1: i think mike mcdaniel had a terrible game last night oh, he because have you should have run it all the chargers anybody can run on them i've watched chargers <laughs> all year everyone is josh jacobson stews raiders ran all over them sure. why not run against him and mike mcdaniel forgot that last well, night Well, jeff
0: wilson like they could not get him going well, he got and, hurt and, right and, and he most, fumbled the ball but
1: then most are looked good at the end they, they should have stuck with it because the chargers are terrible it's a uh, snow coming in Buffalo. You're telling me Miami, Miami Dolphins with Tua Tagovailoa, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. These guys are going to win in a weather game in Buffalo. I know Buffalo is built the same way, ironically, Yeah, with I don't a know, bunch Buffalo of southern, win a weather yeah, game. yeah, bunch of southern guys who don't like the snow either. <laughs> yeah, but this is James seems,
0: Cook's ever seen snow before? I don't. Yeah, think he has.
1: If, if the weather is as bad as some people are saying it is, there's no way Miami shows up for that game. It's a night game too, which is funny. They moved it to a night game. They had a choice. So I feel like this is a time of year where Miami might fade a little bit, at least on the road.
0: Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I still believe that Miami is a dangerous theme- team. Perloff says no. Wait, wait, that- but you,
1: wait, let me just let me clarify one thing for the audience. You think every team in the AFC who's not the Bills is a dangerous team?
0: Well, <laughs> you think the that, Chargers no. looked very good last yesterday. The You're, Jags all of a sudden looked nice yesterday. The Jets always give the Bills trouble. The Chiefs won rather easily. Okay, do yesterday. not put the
1: Chiefs in the same sentence with the Jets.
0: The, The Bengals won again?
1: Yeah, the Bengals and the Chiefs are good. The Jets are not good. The Jags are not ready yet. Okay,
0: so Mike Samter is not here today, but if he were here, (laughs) I'm scared of the Jets. I don't know why you're not. I'm scared. Well, because you're an Eagles fan, your team clinched, and it's not even Christmas yet.
1: The Bills had, I think you would say, a bad game yesterday.
0: I don't want to make this they, totally they, they, about the Bills, but, but the offense had a really bad right, game they had yesterday. A bad day.
1: And there was not one second where I thought the Jets were going to win that game.
0: Well, maybe if the Jets actually went for the touchdown instead and they, of the field goal at the end, maybe they would have had a better shot. But Robert Sala gifted the Bills.
1: Well, oh, who cares? They still had a kid and on onside kick that they turned out not even to take.
0: They squibbed it. I didn't understand that, but they at least <laughs> would have, in theory, could have gotten back an onside kick and then would have just had to kick a field goal.
1: So this is your pay. they they beat the bill the jets twenty to twelve and they let them score those twelve points they were in prevent the entire fourth quarter and the jets are so bad they could do anything and
0: the two safeties <laughs> it's and so stupid the jag
1: what? these no these AFC teams are not good the okay, jets wait, are not good okay, these wait, are about, bad teams well what about
0: the chargers
1: chargers are not good
0: I thought last night for the chargers was like they got up for this game right like mm. this was an, an incredible Herbert game. Remember, we, you talk about this all the time. Yeah. Why are the Chargers always in third and long? Always. They were converting them last night. Of course. Third and nine, third and eight, third and seven. They were converting them last night, especially on some crucial drives. When they get into the red zone, they still don't score touchdowns as much as you'd like. Yeah. It's a lot of field goals. I know they went for it on that first drive when they're down at the two instead of just taking the points. Whatever. That's just the Chargers, who they are. But I think the Chargers, like if they can play like this, if mm. Williams and Allen can stay healthy, like. Joey Bosa could come back. This this would be unbelievable.
1: Getting Bosa back would be huge. But you have to admit they make everything hard, Maggie. Every single right, like you just said, <laughs> yes. third and nine. So Chris Collinsworth, of course, is saying, I don't know what hyperbole Chris Collins last night. This is the greatest game ever played by Justin Herbert. After everything is the greatest, they well, he's 23, got more 300 yard game than anybody. <laughs> they scored twenty three points against the Dolphins. This is not a, <laughs> an, an all time <laughs> game by any means. And then of course he says that he says, you know what? Don't forget about the Chargers. we had them in the Super Bowl mix before the season. Maybe they're back there. The next play, what happens? Fumble. They're in the red zone. Justin <laughs> Herbert fumbles a snap and they get lucky to bring it back. And you know that the Dolphins are <laughs> going to storm down and beat them. They charge her, Maggie. The verb to charger yeah. should have been the word of the year this year. <laughs> no, to charger. It was
0: goblin mode, wasn't That's, it? Yeah. They
1: will always find a way to lose because they don't there's never an easy play for them. They have no margin of victory. They've never won by more than a touchdown. They've never lost by more than a touchdown. <laughs> but this That's is I, I was watching last. Night and night, I was like, why, is this show, why does Justin Herbert have to pull a play out of you-know-where all the time? Do you have an answer for this? Well, why why can't it be easier? they need a new
0: offensive coordinator. And yes! they've needed a new offensive coordinator. I don't know if they're going to need a new head coach with it. That's obviously for the end of the season. And, a, and it, a lot depends on whether they make the playoffs. But, like, you think the Dolphins are an unserious team. You think the Chargers are an unserious yeah, team. I think
1: the AFC has three heavyweights in it.
0: Well, it does. It does, no doubt. But it doesn't doesn't mean that some of these other teams couldn't put a scare into one of those top three seats. Well, actually, I don't even know if the Bengals are going to get a top seed. Right now, Baltimore has the lead in the division, which is odd because they're Mm -hmm. obviously down to their third-string quarterback whenever Lamar comes back, and what's his health? Obviously, their whole season depends on that.
1: Right, but both teams will get thrown into the wild-card mix. I think Cincinnati, even if they're a wild-card, will be dangerous. Then again, I didn't see the Bengals coming last year, I admit but who's the other dangerous team? Who's a threat to the big three? Uh, say the big three is Buffalo, Casey, and Cincinnati. Who's a real threat to them?
0: Okay, well, you're going to... I think Miami. And oh, I Miami's still think Miami's going to go to run
1: through all those teams? Dude,
0: and I think somehow if the Jets got into the playoffs... I know you don't want to hear this, <laughs> and we're not even pandering to our producers, not even here. I, You don't want to hear this, but the Jets are actually tough. I mean... Honestly, Corey Davis goes out early in that game yesterday. Mike White has basically got broken in two. No or or no roughing the passer calls for him, though. Matt Milano hit him like a Mack truck. It's like, well, good luck to you, kid. And their defense is legit. So I think the AFC is nothing to see that. Now, what happens with the Titans? They've lost three in a row. They're totally, like, flailing. I I can't explain that.
1: I don't get it. I really, I don't understand why people think Mike White's all that. I'm not seeing it at all with the Jets. Uh, I think they're, they're a seven and six team. Who's kind of lucky to be seven and six?
0: Did you not see when Joe Flacco came into the game and how much yeah. worse it got immediately? Well, uh, yeah,
1: no, 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 because <laughs> as I heard someone put it out, Joe Flacco needs about a month to warm up for a game. <laughs> you can't just put Joe Flacco in off the bench. Especially that's from my old weather. That's where my buddy Big Cat was saying. That now, you, need, uh, you need a sauna <laughs> on the sideline to get that old. I I relate to Joe. I, you know, you can't just throw an old guy like me into the mix.
0: Well, the funny part about speaking of a sauna on the sideline, I didn't know this until I came in today and Stu told me about it i didn't see this last night i must have missed i must have been getting like um i don't know more snacks for myself or something during the game that the mike Tarico mentioned that the dolphins had heaters on the sideline last night
1: is that unusual but well, what do you mean
0: that the, the heated bench no they brought heaters with them okay the game was in la the game oh was God. in Los Angeles last oh. night. It <laughs> was 50 I'm, degrees. I, in my
1: mind, I was thinking of Buffalo. Okay.
0: No, they brought <laughs> yeah. heaters to Los Are Angeles. You see, you're
1: scared of this team next week in Buffalo well, on Saturday night?
0: That's when when Stu told me that I was like, that can't be real. That's got to be like an Onion article or something. He's like, nope, it's real. Bleacher Report has it. The Buffalo News picked it up. I'm like, oh man, that. That doesn't bode well for, like, uh, you know, weather as a mindset. <laughs> they have to say, cold <laughs> is a mindset. And that's not like the Dolphins of my childhood, when those guys used to come up to Buffalo and still give the Bills quite a game.
1: Miami Dolphins? The Miami Dolphins of your childhood were in no man's 11. Weren't they, like, a 9-0? Marino, and seven?
0: I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking but about Marino that, versus
1: Kelly. You missed the really good Marino. I missed years the really good Marino. Four, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Miami last night, a couple of, you know, Christian Wilkins and Jalen Phillips, Josh Allen, he's exposed himself to some hits against those guys. Maybe you got something. But, come on, Miami can't possibly be a cold weather team.
0: When I saw the heaters for a 50-degree game, also, like, SoFi Stadium is kind of inside, right? (laughs) Isn't it? I know there's, like, a little bit of an opening to let some cool air in, but, like,
1: but the thing is, if you're in L.A. and you get used to... During the day, it gets up to 68, 70 degrees. That it feels really chilly at night. That's why everyone wears jackets <laughs> in Los Angeles. I get it. I get it. Boo-hoo. Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't know. When I think of football weather, I don't think 50 you know, fifty to me is like that's balmy. So how
1: come you're not acknowledging the weather in Buffalo? The Bills win a bad weather game twenty to twelve, and you're acting like they lost by three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, eight five five two one two four. Welcome CBS. to they're Maggie Gray Bills good experience. In, they're supposed to be good in cold weather. Eight five five two one two four. Yeah, CBS. they are. They
1: won the game handily. I don't
0: know. I wouldn't call it that.
1: Okay, you're right. Just because the Jets didn't go 30 yards, and, and even though they hadn't scored at all, and scored a touchdown, and then hit an onside kick, and then hit a long field goal, which gave way about a half a percent a chance of doing, that was really close.
0: Well, I also think that for some reason, Robert Sala didn't start using his timeouts until there was two minutes left, two and a half minutes left in the game. I, I didn't get that. But 855 2 and 2 4-CBS, this is all about how you look at Tua and the Dolphins, the Chargers, who are the serious teams in the AFC. Because Perloff really thinks there's only three. I think it's much more wide open than that. We want to hear from you, 855-212-4CBS. We will break down the NFC as well, looking at that picture. Perloff mentioned it. Who wants to play the Lions right now?
1: Lions are America's team. Forget Dallas. (laughs) Is there anyone who doesn't love this Lions thing?
0: Also, we do have uh, injury stuff to get to with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, And this is a bummer. We'll get to that in just a moment. 855 212 4 CBS. Get involved early and often today. We've got so much football to get through AFC, NFC, moments from the Heisman ceremony on Saturday night. It's all there for you today on Maggie and Perloff. 855 212 4 CBS.
1: This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app, on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free f- the free AutoZone fix-finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine and delight for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Call us 855-212-4227. Our argument about the ASC playoff teams that aren't elite continued into the break. I'm just (laughs) riding Maggie. Who thinks the Jets could be dangerous to somebody? Maybe, maybe one game, but dangerous to make a run through the entire AFC?
0: Well, listen, I mean, we look at, I know they don't have the type of weapons on offense. I know that's for sure. But if you look at like San Francisco, who with Brock Purdy yeah. yesterday put on an absolute clinic right. over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Buccaneers who will likely make the playoffs as the winners of the NFC South, although I know nothing's like set in stone. Yeah. they look terrible yesterday. I mean, terrible. We'll talk they about look Brady. terrible
1: every week. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes Brady engineers like a miraculous come-from-behind <laughs> yeah, yeah, win, and exactly. sometimes he just doesn't because they were toast yesterday by halftime. But like, think about what Brock Purdy does. Like, Mike White could do those similar types of things. Now, again, the Jets don't have the skill position players. That They don't have a Christian McCaffrey. They don't have a Debo, a mm. Brandon Ayuk. But they have a, enough guys. I mean, and the defense, I think, is really, really good for the Jets. The pass rush is good. I know Quinnen Williams left with an injury. And then the back end with Sauce Gardner who's probably going to be the defensive rookie of the year. They're, they're a problem. I
1: mm. don't know if
0: they're even going to make the playoffs. It could be the Chargers. I'm not sure. But – who's going to get that seven seed, but if they make it, they're a problem. It's the same formula we talk about with the 49ers. It's just the 49ers I, are slightly better in in certain positions.
1: They're definitely. I mean, the 49ers have the best defense in the league, statistically, right. In every I don't think the Jets are quite that dominant. Do the Jets get after the quarterback like the 49ers?
0: I mean, they apply pressure. They're not getting maybe the sacks, but then they have the good coverage on the back end.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel, to me, they feel like completely different animals altogether. I feel like the Niners have how many all pros well, are on that I roster? Know.
0: The Niners are the best defense. I get that. No, I mean on but, both sides.
1: Well, but like you said, both sides of the ball. I feel like there's like seven legit all pro candidates on the Niners and maybe maybe two on the Jets.
0: Well, and maybe well, I mean, Mosley's a former all pro.
1: Right. CJ
0: Mosley. I know he got a bad um, you know, uh encroachment yet yesterday, but he's really good. I mentioned Sauce Gardner. You got and Williams, who's one of the breakout stars this year.
1: I don't know. I Yeah, it's really the offense that has me worried. I, I'm not blown away by Mike White like all these Jets apologists are. But anyway, I'm not blown away by the Dolphins either. In fact, I find them – it's pretty clear what direction they're going right now, and they're going to the snow in Buffalo on Saturday night. It's going to continue that way.
0: 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I want to get you involved in the conversation. Paul's in Cincinnati, like Perloff, also down on the Dolphins. What's up, Paul?
2: Well, if you include, if the Bengals win out, they will have beaten every playoff team in the, uh, in the AFC, hmm. uh, including the, uh, lowly Miami Dolphins with the lousy quarterback, uh, <laughs> and the Jets, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, MVP should be Joe Burrow.
0: Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, Didn't the Bengals beat Miami though when Tua was out?
2: No, they put, to
0: oh right, right. Yes, of course. How could I forget? That was that awful uh, night. They game. had their yes, whole yes.
2: team. They had their whole team. Everybody was there. Their line, the whole nine yards. Uh, both both receivers, the whole nine yards. Uh, so, it, and then the second thing is just the, from conversations we've had before. Yeah. If uh, if you could change a rule, and I said get rid of all the divisions, you would have the Bengals in place of the Titans the Cowboys would be in place instead of uh, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I've just throwing it out there. Yeah. Have a great holiday.
0: Oh, thank you, Paul. Same to you. Appreciate it. Good luck to your Bengals. I I guess, like, the one thing about that, I know that the NFL wants to keep, like, winning the division. Like, they want that to mean something. Oh, yeah. And I think the reason why is because they want these rivalries to still mean something, right? Like, you want, you know, Bengals-Ravens to mean mean something and Bengals-Steelers and Steelers-Ravens. If you don't have that, even though you might get, you know, a eight and nine team in the playoffs, is it worth it to keep the rivalries so meaningful?
1: I don't know. I I think there's even more. I think the owners like this for some reason, just because if you didn't have this, then there'd be a lot of teams having these divisions. How many more teams are in play because of that? So the Panthers are still in play. The saints at four, nine are still technically in play. So there is something to it. What Uh, did we do
0: to deserve that? You're right.
1: It's completely not fair. I mean, Listen, my Eagles totally benefited kind of from it last year. So, well, actually, no, they were a wild card at nine and eight. But, yeah, I mean, I think the bigger problem is that <laughs> I have to admit the AFC is a lot better than the NFC right now in general. So it's never going to be fair. Suck it up, guys.
0: How about <laughs> how about Bruce is calling from Michigan? I have a feeling I know what Bruce wants to talk about. How's it going,
3: Bruce? Good, you guys. How about those lions?
0: How about it? What does it feel like in Michigan right now that the lions are playing meaningful games in December?
3: Oh my goodness, you guys! It's fantastic And I tell you an old guy like me i've uh, uh I've had to sit and watch everybody in Boston cry about the curse of the babe and and then you've got the cubs that were whining about the cubs Well, the lions haven't 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 ever won a Super Bowl, never been to a Super Bowl. I think it was fifty five when we had Bobby Lane. Back when it was just the National Football League. is the last time that we won a championship. And uh, we had Barry Sanders. We got in. We lost. We haven't been to the playoffs since. And, uh, you know, we're fired up. Well, I you have. You great. went in 2016,
0: yeah. 2014, 2011. Just wild card rounds. But, you know, you've been to the playoffs. It hasn't been since 2017. So, I know it feels like a really long no, no, time. No, 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 so.
3: no. The Lions?
0: Yeah. The Lions lost no. the Lost the wild card in twenty sixteen was the most recent yeah, time they the, went to the playoffs.
1: That was a Brandon Pettigrew mm-hmm. game with the Cowboys.
3: But it feels really? like I it, didn't think we got in then. Where have I been? Well,
1: <laughs> remember the game
0: where they got—they should have beat looking, up, beaten looking the Cowboys. better than you thought.
3: <laughs> oh God, it's been so bad I didn't even remember that. Well, thanks you guys.
2: Um, <laughs> it
1: doesn't end it not have happy story. You guys almost won the game and they had a terrible penalty that cost you the game. Then the Cowboys went on to lose the Dez catch game. That was a good Lions team. Sorry, buddy.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Now that I remember back, we lost to the Cowboys, right? Or no.
0: Yeah. I
3: don't know. No, Bruce, I telling. get it.
0: You you know what? People are so happy now. It's like, forget all that history.
1: By the way. Cause this is a
0: fun team. Fun that was team. Hilarious.
1: But all right. Are we doing this thing where now we're putting expectations on the Lions and if they don't make the playoffs, people are going to be disappointed?
0: Um, I don't know about that.
1: I I feel like fun team, fun little lovable lions isn't enough anymore. I feel like they've raised the bar. So they're six and seven, man. If they lose to to those Jets, this Jets Lions game is all of a sudden <laughs> the it's game massive. of the year. Massive, it
0: really is. And just... I would have
1: I would have circled that on my calendar. Preseason is the <laughs> least meaningful game there is.
0: I'm just trying to see. So Bruce thought that the last time that the Lions made the playoffs. Was if he thought that was Barry, he thought that the Lions haven't made the playoffs since 1997.
1: <laughs> Did uh, is that their last win though?
0: No, they lost that game too. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean I'm not trying to dunk on the Lions. This is this is funny. They've they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. They lost the wild card in 93, 94, 95, 97, 99, which Barry. I don't believe played in that game because he retired in ninety eight. So nineteen ninety seven. Bruce has thought this has lasted a really long time. <laughs> Forgot about Matthew Stafford, had a couple nice well, had a couple of appearances. I can't say nice appearance.
1: All right. In ninety one, they blew out the Cowboys. How is that possible? Who was on that team in ninety one? Was well, that, that was, Barry? Well,
0: Yes, definitely. And also that's like before the run started. for
1: the. I wasn't born yet, so I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) Eric Kramer threw for 341 games through (laughs) 341 yards in that game. That is a long time ago.
0: Man, I hope Bruce is like excited now to know that the history is bad, but it's not that bad.
1: (laughs) So if the Lions win, they go to seven and seven, then forget it. Then it's going to be not. It's going to be heartbreak if they don't make the playoffs. And I think they're already going to be sad. I think it's I a think,
0: stepping stone year. Although golf might have won the that. job now they get, they're going to have a top pick because the Rams yeah. are so terrible.
1: They got a star in Aiden Hutchinson. The, I think that they're really raising the bar here, which means nothing but trouble for my friends who are lions fans. Look you at, know how this works?
0: <laughs> well, come on, let's let them have their fun because also, I mean, do you know how good things have to be going when you throw to an offensive lineman to convert a, to uh, on oh, yeah. third down? I mean, that thing was just, that was beautiful.
1: Yeah, I mean... today,
0: Sewell, how about the light feet on that dude?
1: He's the best receiver, pass catcher out of Oregon that I can remember. <laughs> try try and name another Oregon receiver. You can't. There aren't a... Maybe Josh Huff, I think, was the last one. I, I Maybe I'm missing someone big. But Oregon famously doesn't produce receivers. That's why Penny Sewell is the man.
0: Oh, man, I can't believe you stumped me on this one. I'm going to get somebody. Uh, let's go to Brian in Omaha while I think about Oregon receivers. Brian,
4: what's up? Hi, Maggie. How's it going? Um, uh, Mr. Perloff, your uh, Philadelphia Eagles look pretty stout.
1: I know. Not bad, huh?
4: He doesn't um, want to
0: talk about it. I think he's afraid we're going to jinx them. Uh,
4: I'd be worried, Maggie. Your uh, Buffalo Bills have gotten help from the officiating the last three games. They want them in the Super Bowl. Can I just tell you, I've been watching football for. I'm 60, and I've been watching it since I was eight years old, and 10 and 12. I started figuring it out. And there was this referee. His name was Jerry Rafferty, and he was blatant. He was always, <laughs> always favoring one team against the other. He disappeared. I did, he disappeared, and like 20 years later, I'm watching the Super Bowl. I'm watching the pregame stuff, and they're going to the officials, going, well, watch these videos. Here's how we determine a holding call is, is, is you know, necessary, necessarily to call. And lo and behold... Twenty years later, the head guy of the referee officiating was Jerry Rappardy. That the son of a gun I ever seen in my life is running it. And, you know, I, I I wonder how many felons are in the officiating <laughs> crew right now.
0: We have no Jeez.
4: oversight to them whatsoever.
0: You know, Brian, I mean, I'm with you. I don't know if I want to call them felons, um, but I I'm appreciate that in the on, story. Brian. First of all, I don't know what the, you know, Bills get a couple calls here and there, but so does everybody. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> and his name was Jerry Rafferty. Said it was such a disdain. Like, he's America's most wanted. Uh, uh, like, pulls off the mask at, like, the end of a Scooby-Doo episode. It's Jerry Raftery. <laughs> he's the one who robbed the bank.
1: How? Uh, can we focus on the first car- part of that call, by yeah, the sure. way? Do you notice what he said? Bill's getting calls? No, before that. Oh, sorry. The Eagles are unbeatable. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: Sorry, I, I tuned that out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but. Yeah, the Eagles
0: looked amazing you're right. I do
1: not want to jinx the Eagles because I did jinx the Houston Texans, and I apologize.
0: Oh, it's your fault.
1: Well, the Eagles fans were having a day yesterday. Blow out the Giants, Vikings lose, and then the Cowboys are losing to the Texans. (laughs) And I have to tweet something that said, I can't believe Houston is doing this. Boom! It fell apart. <laughs> Boom! Zeke oh. Elliott
0: into the into the end zone.
1: People are not paying enough attention. The Cowboys could catch the Eagles, and all this. There is there's the way that two games t-
0: up right now. The Eagles are the
1: right. Cowboys. They play in two weeks. Yep. The way Christmas people Eve. are talking about the Eagles, it's, it's as if they've already secured the NFC.
4: They're really good.
1: They're really really good. But I, I feel, don't you feel like people are talking about them like it's done. They're the number one seed, and it's over. That's how my sense of the way people are covering them right now.
0: Um. I think it's a compliment.
1: Yeah, I you know? mean, totally, totally. But the Cowboys are right there. The Cowboys are going to be favored in Dallas. They, they're a terrible matchup for the Eagles. I'm telling you, this is not over, Maggie.
0: Well, maybe it's not over. I'd, I'm, I'm interested as a bystander to watch it. I, I just think the Cowboys yesterday, I mean, how could your defense no-show like that? You know? It, it's Well,
1: they were okay.
0: I, they're supposed to be great. This is supposed to be the unit, right? That even if Dak doesn't play awesome, and Dak wasn't very good yesterday either. But like... They're supposed to be the great equalizer. They're supposed to be the, the the best unit as in you know, on the team.
1: Well, Texas had the Texans, sorry, had first and goal at the four yard line to seal the game and they completely shut them down. Yes,
0: that and so that was when finally the Cowboys were like, Oh my god. I yeah, mean, you're playing real. a rotating cast of yeah. Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll. I mean, this yeah. isn't exactly future Hall of Famers we're talking about.
1: Not at all. But I, I think that the defense held its own a little bit. I think Dak was if I was concerned about anything, it's Dak's interceptions, obviously. But I, I'm sorry. If the if the Dallas Dak's a, just
0: off a little bit in some yeah. of these games. I don't think it's all the yeah. time. But
1: that last drive was I mean, beautiful. It was beautiful. You're right. Yeah. That's why I, I feel like that Dak is gonna show up against the Eagles. It's possible. You never know. It's you know, we keep talking about the Cowboys. They the overlook
0: high, this game, obviously. They
1: overlook this game. The high end of the Cowboys, if everybody's clicking, seems pretty high.
0: I would agree with that. Cowboys coming up next at Jacksonville. Which is like a haunted house for some people. It's like they go to Jacksonville and everyone gets really disoriented. Like, I don't know, (laughs) lose their way.
1: Listen, the Cowboys, should have woken them up. Cowboys could barely beat the Texans. That's a tough game at Jacksonville. The, The same thing, full disclosure the Eagles could barely beat the Texans and the Eagles got lucky to beat the Colts. So something happens in these games. There's, Eight, there's no easy wins in the NFL, man. That's true. I keep telling you that.
0: <laughs> yes, you do always tell me that. <laughs> Eight five five two one two. And then when I say that about the Bills, you yell at me. 8, 5, I'm just kidding. 8 5 5 2, 2, 1, 2, 4, CBS. Eight five five two one two four 4CBS. 855 2, 212 4227. Uh, okay, coming up next, the most jaw dropping sports moment of the weekend. We'll tell you what that was, from our opinion. We also have that Cowboys injury update. We'll get you in just a moment, too. It's time to ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag ask the Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Um, so, rough news here for the Dallas Cowboys. According to ESPN, Terrence Steele, who might not be a household name, sources are saying that he's out for the season After a knee injury and you hear the rest of the Dallas Cowboys offensive line talk about him and they're like, he's our bell cow. He's the guy we could rely on. The guy was like an undrafted dude. It's not like he, you know, was this highly regarded, but at right tackle holding that side down, considering what the Cowboys went through on the left side of the line, trying to work a rookie right left tackle in part of me. Now this is a big loss. However, they do have Marcus Peters, who's there and capable. It's just he hasn't played right tackle in like two decades, but he's available. Uh, Jason Peters. Jason Peters. Right. Marcus Peters. Um,
1: Terrence Hill, he became famous, right, because he filled in one of the many, many Tyron Smith injuries in the past, and he came out of nowhere and saved the Cowboys season, I remember. So, it does feel like they have some reinforcements. For some reason, this doesn't panic me. Like, I, I totally panicked when Tyron Smith got hurt earlier in the year. Yes, you did. I feel like they could survive this one. Now, I don't know why they didn't run the ball more and more effectively against the Texans. Obviously, I think we both agree, this team is at its best if they're just running Tony Absolutely. Pollard down your throat. And Tony Pollard is spectacular. So, I guess that's going to affect them. But I'm, I don't know. I, I heard a lot of talking heads count the Cowboys out a little bit today. I, I don't know. You're I mean you're missing. Anybody can fill in on the offensive line. <laughs> well, but
0: let's not dr- let's not yeah. dress that up <laughs> yeah. again. But, uh, uh, but I think how, I think they're going to be okay. I mean yeah. I do. Was I a little? I guess like you can't be alarmed by what you saw yesterday from the by the Cowboys because this happens every once in a while, right? Yeah. You get one of these day, games that comes down to the wire. They won the game. So I mean they
1: really 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 should not have won that game. No, if the Texans had it fourth and third and goal at the inch yard line and could not put it. They had QB sneaked one of two plays.
0: Well, they finally remembered that they're tanking, I guess. I don't know what happened to Yeah, the it felt like It's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't win this game.
1: But, uh, you know, about the, the Cowboys, though, I feel like a lot of people, they're like a roller coaster. You don't know what to do. Like, you have to make a big pronouncement every game on them because they're the Dallas Cowboys and they're the lead attraction. And really, they're really the... I don't know what's a barometer of ESPN. Like everything starts with, hey, the every story they look at to me, those shows start with, well, what what can we say about the Cowboys? See, and if there's nothing there, we'll move on to the, the yeah, B but, topic. I think. That's I how ESPN views. Okay,
0: it. but I I don't the Cowboys to me, this is not a media story. This is the worst team in the league took them down to the wire yesterday. Like that's real to me. We have the Philadelphia Eagles look like they can beat anybody. I know the Eagles have had some struggles against the Colts and stuff like that. They ultimately won those games, but I mean, this is to me, not a media story. This yeah. is how do the Cowboys fans feel now after yesterday.
1: But don't you feel like people, not just a media, but everybody overreacts to every single Cowboys result? I've always felt that way.
0: Mm. No, because when they destroyed Indianapolis last week, I don't think we said it Destroyed?
1: They were tied in the fourth quarter. I know,
0: but they ended up winning 54-19. to 19. Yes,
1: but that was a ridiculously close game against a terrible team.
0: I, but I don't think anyone overreacted each, either way. I'll tell like... I don't think people. I, I did.
1: I think people totally overreacted. I, I think there was a lot of love for that game for the Cowboys. I was like, why? They look? That was actually, they played almost as bad last week as they did this week. But the thing is, you're going to see a different team against the Eagles. I just know how the Cowboys Well, they got to play the Jags first. Yeah. Regardless of what happens in that game, I'm telling you, once they get that game in Dallas, they match up really well against the Eagles. And none of this matters anyway because the Cowboys have to show up in the playoffs. Well, and even if they're playing well in the regular season, that doesn't mean they'll show up in the playoffs. Mike McCarthy has to step up and play in the defense. All this is details. Just get to the playoffs well, and let's see what you got.
0: I, I think if you're a Cowboy fan, though, maybe you're thinking, oh, is this looking a little familiar from last year? Which was towards the end of the season, they started to lose some of their consistency started to get a little bit shakier wow. towards the end of the season it's like oh man here we go again but i'd like to hear from cowboy fans wow. at eight five five two and four cbs
1: they blew the doors off the nfc east and <laughs> the season that helped they like us. a
0: loss to the cardinals that was Re- weird remember they like
1: lost that. week nine to the broncos and everyone everyone was like oh it's over this team is totally <laughs> and then they they wasn't you know they were 12 and 5
0: well, that was a little, I'm talking about later on in the yeah. season last year. Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Big Dave, our buddy's in Kentucky, is concerned about Tua. Dave, how are you?
5: I'm good. Hello, we play to win the game. <laughs> McLovin, listen, uh. on behalf, as a spokesperson of Dim boys' nation, I can't thank you enough for the tweet yesterday. <laughs> I, think it, I think it saved the day. But listen, full disclosure, your Eagles look phenomenal. I'm going to declare right now that we have absolutely no chance of catching you. But let me say this. It's almost inevitable that every team faces some sort of adversity throughout the season. Lord knows my Cowboys have had more than their share with Dak and Tyrone Smith and the line now Terrence Steele and on and on and on. And you don't really if you stop and think about it, your Eagles have pretty much been unscathed yep and it would be tragic for something most untimely to happen this late in the season even though you basically went by unscathed Jalen hurts does run around a lot <laughs> dave have-
0: what are you I've talking been- you sound like a mafioso trying to put out a hit on it'd be a shame if he uh, you know walked uh <laughs> walked into that building and it accidentally caught on fire you sound like you're putting out a a bounty
5: Absolutely <laughs> not, listen. absolutely not. On behalf of Cowboys Nation, we wish it nothing but the best at the Eagles But, listen, I do have a serious question for you guys. Sure. Talking about two things real quick. About four or five weeks ago, I want to revisit the conversation we had about the great Tom Brady and kind of the, the props of the conversation was how was his career going to end. If y'all remember, Big Dave said he was just going to – have the exit stage left because he sucks and he really sucked yesterday. And is there any camera footage, video footage, to see whether or not that Tua Tung Divalo really closes his eyes before he throws the football.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it was because the pass rush was coming down on him so hard. He was closing his eyes to brace for the hit. Dave, thanks so much. Appreciate that. We we got so we'll get to Brady in a second. Two was obviously the question. We got a poll question out there, too, or a Twitter question. Do you consider Miami, the Chargers? Yeah. Are they serious playoff teams or not? Now, here's one thing about the Cowboys. If I'm them, I don't know if I necessarily want to catch the Eagles. I get that you get a first-round bye, right? But if I'm going to say I can't catch the Eagles, I want to stay nestled right here in that five seed. Why? why? Because I play the four seed. I know the four seed's going to be. Whoever wins the NFC South, and I am going to beat whatever team wins the NFC South.
1: Yeah, but I mean, what's your next matchup though? If you're, I mean, I mean, you're going to be the bottom half of the NFC playoffs is going to be such garbage that the Cowboys should be eight point favorites over every team. It's going to be the Giants, Commanders, Seahawks, some combination of that.
0: Yeah, well, it's going to be definitely the Cowboys as one of the wild cards. Yeah, the top. top, They're 10-3, the
1: top wild card by far, right? Either
0: Commanders and Giants. Yeah. They're going to play each other, obviously, Sunday night. That got flexed into Sunday night. Or it could be the Seahawks, who are in a skid right now. They've lost, what, three of their last four, I believe?
1: They kind of look like the team we thought was going to tank this year. Yeah,
0: right when I started betting on them. Thanks for nothing, Seattle. I mean, who? I did not see Sam Darnold walking into Seattle and looking like the guy who everyone thought he was going to be when he came out of the draft in 2018.
1: Well, that was also the Panthers' defense is legit. You know, here's the problem about the Cowboys and the Eagles. I'll tell you, I'm going to warn you right now of one thing. What's up? Not, the, not that Jalen Hurts is going to get hurt. That easily could happen, too. Yeah. You Dave have to was understand. Like willing.
0: It's like, geez, I wouldn't want him to walk down a dark alley and something yeah. bad happens. Like, what have you been watching? White Lotus?
1: <laughs> yeah. The NFC East has been feasting on the worst possible schedule. Coming in the year, the Giants and the Eagles had the worst schedules in the league. The Cowboys had the fourth easiest schedule. So there's a chance they'll get what I call Indianapolis Colts. Remember, the Colts would always be (laughs) 14-2 because they played expansion teams. There's a chance that both those records are better than those teams.
0: Uh, You're not giving your Eagles enough credit there. Uh, 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 Stu has a little news about the Cowboys. What do you have, Stu? Yeah,
1: so according to Ian Rappaport, the Cowboys are signing a former Pro Bowl wide receiver. Any guesses to who? it's not Odell based on the way you said it, I think it's not Odell because he would have had more <laughs> energy in his voice
0: I also feel like my phone would have spontaneously wait, 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 combusted so if Odell actually did sign a
1: former Pro Bowl receiver who is on the market and it, don't let us go on if it is Odell but it is not it, Odell okay Stu oh. told
0: me in my ear. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna remove myself. From
1: the is game. it Terrell Owens? It is not. Do <laughs> uh, you still want to guess? Chad Ochocinco? No. no. <laughs> well, no, Give me all right. Give me. Give me um, a team. You used to play for the Colts. Oh. You used to play for the Colts. Not Reggie Wayne. <laughs> uh,
0: Reggie Wayne. He's on the coaching staff. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: you used to play for the Colts. He's a former. Oh, Brandon Stokely's like a hundred. It can't be him. Who, <laughs> I have Brandon no Stokley. He's like dead. Who is it? T.Y. Hilton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here's the funny thing about it. Okay, not Odell, but obviously the Cowboys were looking for something. You and I were wondering why. they look, The offense looks like fine. Well, yesterday, I mean, Dak throwing interceptions, that was not fine. But, like, in terms of weapons, it felt like they had enough. Obviously, they feel differently.
1: Yeah, I mean, as an Eagles fan, anytime they don't run the ball, I'm thrilled about it. They should be pounding the run.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the plan. But the problem is, you know what happens sometimes. You get down, and you feel like you got to throw the ball. It's only the Chargers who are leading the entire night who threw the ball 51 times.
1: Well, yeah, because have you ever seen the team that was more likely to have a run play that loses six yards than the Chargers? Do they do that, what, six times a game? They have a minus four or minus five or minus six-yard run. They are so dumb. Anyway. (laughs)
0: I mean, I just, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a team throw the ball 51 times when they were ahead the whole game.
1: Because their run, I mean, their run is so, the running game is so inconsistent, and so bad. And actually, they did pretty well. Josh Kelly actually had signs of life last night.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was fine. And Eckler is. Whatever.
1: I had a really good criticism of the Chargers, by the way, from our buddy Ben Solak. Okay. Has there ever been a slower receiving core in the history of the NFL than Mike Williams, Keenan Allen? Well,
0: always hurt. I mean their always. hands are excellent though. <laughs> I
1: like, mean they're
0: great when they're they healthy. Have, do they
1: have anyone there who's run a four or five at the combine? They are slow. Mike Williams is gigantic and slow. Yeah. Keenan and Allen then they have
0: Gerald Everett, who's just like, you yeah,
1: know gi- Yeah, I have a <laughs> tight end wide receiver. End, so yeah. Different. He's a tight end. I mean, he's not fast. He's pretty fast for a tight end. And then, but Keenan Allen, something always looks a little bit off with him right now. I know he's been, he's been he hurt all year. He had 12
0: catches last night. I mean, that's pretty, that's awesome.
1: Doesn't he look slow to you? I totally I mean, agree with so like just, just sold him out. He said that's why there's never any separation. Justin Jefferson, I mean, Justin Herbert never throws to an open man. It's never happened. He's about two inches away from the defender.
0: Yeah. Also, it's so weird because Je- Justin Herbert has so many tools and gifts, right? Yet it doesn't feel like they fully trust him all the time
1: yeah like,
0: at some points he's pulling out some great throws but at other times it's just like all right another five-yard pass cool like what are you guys doing you you are capable of something more explosive no
1: no not when you guys are slow how no they have no guy to take the the what's the top off the muffin that expression <laughs> take the top off the defense <laughs>
0: sure 855-212-4CBS coming up the worst performance of the weekend belonged to one of the NFL's best players